Welcome to the Glenn Beck Podcast. Today on the program, we discussed how Trudeau is handling the Canadian trucker protest. Here's a, uh, a, a quick peek inside of that discussion. He didn't handle it well. Uh, Glenn is spreading the word about ESG in Idaho. We talked about uh, Joe Biden and Ukraine and what's happening there. And Is an invasion imminent? We also have BJ Dichter, Matt Schlapp, and Dave Isay joining the program. All this and more right here on the podcast today. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So I'm going to read to you something here that... uh, is, you know, stock market talk, and I understand very little of it, but uh, luckily I have great researchers and, and great um, uh, friends that I reach out to that do know all of this stuff. So let me just give you a couple of paragraphs of what I read over the weekend, and uh, then I'll give you the explanation that I uh, was taught by all of my very smart friends. Um, on Friday... Um, you might have noticed something odd was happening in the market while stocks were tumbling, pushing most tech names to a deep bear market amid the worst turmoil for risk assets in a year inflows into stocks, both institutional and retail have been soaring. According to the bank of America, cumulative equity flows year to date in 2021 have hit a record 153 billion exceeding the pace of early 2021. Now, what they're talking about here is um, the global stock market last, let's see here, yes, this last week logged in $46 billion worth of new cash. This is the fourth largest weekly inflow into global stock market on record. When you look at, at the the whole thing over time since january 1st 2019 three years ago cash has seen 1.897 trillion dollars worth of inflows bonds have seen you know stocks and bonds one uh 1.8 trillion dollars worth equities three uh, 632 billion okay what does all of this mean If you look at the global stock market, just this year, annualized at this rate, which is $5.7 billion of new money coming into the stock market every day, we're going to add $1.322 trillion of new money into the stock market this year. So you know, 2021 logged in more money coming into the stock market than the prior 25 years combined. And this year is on pace to exceed that number by 45%. Just those two numbers should make you say, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? That doesn't sound good. Let me repeat. Last year, 2021, There was more money flowing into the stock market, $913 billion, almost a trillion dollars, 
more than the prior 25 years combined. Where's this money coming from? And this year, we're going to be 45% higher than that. Again, where's this money coming from? So that's what I asked my friends. I thought I knew the answer, and I did, but they gave me really much more scary information. You want it? I mean, it is Monday. Sucks already because it's Monday. What do you say we just throw this log on the fire? Investors have not had more access to low-interest money than they do right now. Investor debt versus projected gains. Listen to this. They're taking on, they're borrowing this money, and they're betting on the future. They currently need an 81% annualized stock return to make a profit. So you know the average of 23% is what's usual since 1980. So if stocks don't return with 81% year-over-year return, the investors lose. We have never, ever had 81% annualized return. The best year was 2020, when we had a 55% annualized return. So what's happening? Well, I will tell you that we, as we've shown you, the Fed is lending trillions of dollars to the banks. They're just giving them literally trillions of dollars to the banks. So what are they doing with it? They're giving it to places like, you know, Goldman Sachs, or in this case, uh, places like Blackwater. And Blackwater is investing. But remember, remember, government and the central banks are now on the hook for the stock market returns. Because they now are responsible for your pension and your retirement funds. 98% of the uh, federally insured pensions have U.S. stock market exposure. So all of these big investors are getting free money from the Fed. They're going in. They're dumping it in. Inflows to U.S. stocks increased 270% from March 2020 to January 2022. Now, how's that happening during a global pandemic? Why are people suddenly the average person who probably lost their job. Why are they dumping money into the stock market? How does the stock market go up when the supply chain is disrupted, when everything is closed? We should have had a massive disruption in the stock market, but we didn't. Why? Because the Fed is giving funny money to everybody. The massive IRA pension market, which the government is on the hook for, is worth over $75 trillion. And most of that money, 65%, is in the stock market. If you think that this is going to end well for your pension, you're mistaken. The stock market is being driven right now by the Fed. The Fed is buying stocks themselves. 
And the government is on the hook. And need I remind you, the government is you. People are getting rich on your back. And it ain't you. This is the biggest theft in American history, in world history. The transfer of your money and the debt now that your children... Remember, when they, when they give away and print trillions of dollars and give it to investors because they're too big to fail, your children are going to be paying for that debt. And those dollars are not going to be around they have an unlimited currency policy right now. So what happens when the stock market takes a downturn? And it will. All of that money will be lost. And all of the banks and the, and the J.P. Morgans and the you know, Goldman Sachs, the Black Rocks, the Blackwater, the people who are too big to fail, they're going to be failing And who's going to bail them out this time? You will in a form of a new currency. That's what's coming. And I I really urge you to find out what's right for you to protect yourself. You know, I I, um, sent some Instagram pictures out this weekend, um, yesterday. Um, On Saturday... I was at uh, Heritage Auctions in Dallas. They had a big Lincoln uh, sale, Abraham Lincoln sale, and some of the stuff that has never come up for auction before. And I will tell you, I have a renewed sense. I told my wife, I said, look, I don't think our money, you know, money is not going to save you. Um, And I don't know what's coming, but. You just listen to the way they're talking about the truckers. You see what's happened with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, and the press isn't going to even cover that. You see how they're talking about people as anti-government, who are just, I'm not anti-government. I'm pro-constitutional government. I'm, I'm anti-oligarch. And you see the way everything is being set up, and they're getting more and more vicious. These people will destroy America, but I want you to know, it's going to be a race to the finish line. If there is any violence, we lose. As you see, and you know, any violence, we lose. And don't be surprised if it's not leftist violence. But any violence, we lose. And we're on a, we're on a racetrack. They're not ready yet. Otherwise, they would have snapped the trap. They're not ready yet. ESG has to be really chugging along. They have to have all of the the ducks in a row, and they have to have an economic collapse to be able to do it. I think they need war as well. I could be wrong, but boy, oh boy, does it seem like our government is just on the war path. We got to we gotta Russia Wednesday. Make, make sure you write it down. It's going to happen at 8 o'clock. Pat, have you ever seen our government give such... Sp- specific details on how this war is going to happen on now they're saying on wednesday wednesday they're going in no i don't, I don't think so and the ukraine Does, ukrainians don't think it's going to happen at all um the ukrainian president said 
Joe Biden, could you please come over or at least send your intel people? We'd like to see what you've seen because we don't have any of that intel. Yeah. Yeah. They say that Russia does this all the time. And then they and then they back off and then they come back and threaten again and then they back off. So Ukrainians are pretty used to this and they don't think this is going to come to anything. Germany announced uh, over the weekend that they they announced that Europe is on the verge of war. Europe Mm. is on the verge of war. You go into war in Europe, you're in World War Three. Everybody makes a move. The world is up for grabs and everything changes overnight. I, I, I will tell you, I am, I am renewing my commitment. Tanya and I uh, just we took money. We took the kids are not going to college. I'll tell you that. Uh, but uh, we took our money and bought really important pieces of history this weekend on abraham lincoln and i really truly believe that uh, this this cannot just um a it can't just sit in a vault it needs to be seen and i'm working on some things for this summer uh that i i hope be able to do um but it needs to be seen all over the country can't just be in one place we got to see it all over the country but also we need to preserve these things. And if if you have things that are important to American history, if you can keep it safe, and I mean put it in a, a vacuum bag and seal it, and at some point if things get dicey, bury it and don't tell anybody. Because I really truly believe these people hate America so much. They'll destroy all of our history, and we have to preserve it. I, I said to Tanya, she said, you want to do what? And I explained, I explained because she saw the prices. And I said, yeah, but, but listen. And I talked to her about where I think we are. And if we lose this history, we have no way of proving it. We have no way. You know, they, they're already saying, did you see what happened with Elon Musk this last week? They were talking about how one of his, one of his rogue rockets is going to crash into the moon. Yeah. All week they talked about that. Yep. It wasn't an Elon Musk rocket. No, I guess you should follow the science. Chinese. Now, Pat, let me ask you, is that a mistake or was that intentional that they're blaming it on Elon Musk instead of China? My guess is intentional. Yeah. And I I couldn't tell you one way or another. I know what I believe mm-hmm. just from past action, but I don't know. Button up, batten down the hatches, and prepare for impact, because this time we're not coming down in the trees. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. It's what my nurses say. Oh, I stand up. Stand up. Joe Biden was with uh, Lester Holt uh, and uh, said this about personal freedoms before the Super Bowl. What is your message to people who want desperately for this to be over and to be able to resume the lives that they remember? Well, look, um, 
I love how people talk about personal freedom. Do you? If you're exercising personal freedom, freedom put someone else in jeopardy. Put them. Their health in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I don't consider that being very dealing with freedom. Jeez. I don't consider that being wow. damn free. What? What is he? All abortion uh, oh, theories God. aside, because he certainly, yeah, he certainly doesn't feel that way about abortion. Does it? That personal freedom where I, my body, my choice doesn't apply to the, uh, to the person that you're killing. Huh. Nope. So, uh, nope. Huh. Nope. So don't worry about that. And nah. he wants you to know that he feels your pain when oh. it comes to gas prices. I want you to listen to this. I'm going to work like the devil to bring gas prices down, which I'm going to working to make sure that we keep strengthening the supply chains to bring the cost of energy and everything else and the goods that come to America down by helping the ports 24-7, by changing a whole range of things that, you know... Can you stop for just a second? Listen to him. Listen how I want to work like the devil and some people think that maybe I am. Uh, Listen to the way he is talking. He has, you want to talk about low energy. Mm. He's Mm -hmm. got no energy. He is aging rapidly. And by the way, you're going to work like the devil to bring gas prices down by strengthening the global supply chain so those things can come to America. No, no, Joe, you don't do it that way. You... You bring us back to energy independence, you know, like Donald Trump had us when you first got on. This guy's a moron. I don't know if you saw uh, Kyle Dunnigan uh, is. Can we play uh, cut three? This is this uh, parody he did of Biden, and it's fantastic. The president of the United States. My fellow Jamaicans, the nation is in crisis. The Decepticon variant Hobo 19 is still killing fat people. <laughs> Inflation is destroying our fart jars, and now that Ukraine is being sexually, sexually raped. That is why I've asked Congress to order a full-scale attack on Joe Rogan. To, uh, n- not, 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 not Joe Rogan, the, the Russian guy. <laughs> the, the guy with the shirt. Pootie Tang, man. Bad dude. <laughs> we, we, we gotta come together, man. Get this guy. He's got, he's got our cranes. Got all the cranes. We need for the better, 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 better build back. The build back, bit of better. The better, the bit of better build back. The bit of better build back, better plan, man. You say it three times fast, pal. You say it. <laughs> Stop. This is great. Uh, this, this is awesome. Great. By the way, um, <laughs> for our engineers, the camera or something is picking up like a party line. I'm not kidding you. Oh, I can hear it in the background. Can you there, hear? Yeah. 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 I yeah. don't know who that is, <laughs> yeah. but Mabel, is that if, you? If you're on a party line, you guys should stop talking because we can hear you. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Please don't say anything icky and personal because uh, I don't I don't really want to hear it. Um, let me let me play another piece of uh, audio that you might not have heard. This is a former BlackRock executive. In case you don't know who BlackRock is, uh, they manage, you know, about 20 trillion dollars, uh, probably more like 30 if you count the central banks and, you know, the Federal Reserve, which they're now investing for. Here is the former BlackRock executive talking about what we're headed towards. Listen, the global debt 
uh, bubble is at, is at its peak. And, um, it's becoming apparent, uh, given what's going on across the globe that, um, we're at the end. And due to that fact, um, we're going to see, um, lots of crazy things in the financial markets. I think, uh, we're going to see, um, the credit markets become unhinged. The equity markets become unhinged. Um, you know, the Fed got a reprieve from COVID when they were able to, you know, the cover of COVID print 65% more money, um, to keep this thing afloat. But we're at the end, end days here. And, um, a lot of what you're seeing in the response from global governments is what I believe is, um, setting up a system to, um, you know, under the guise of medical tyranny to, uh, prevent, uh, the riots that are going to ensue once this thing all unwinds. That's my personal belief. Mm-hmm. And I, I watch what people do know what they say. I think he's exactly right. That's uh, why he's a former BlackRock executive, because mm-hmm. uh, he is, I think, speaking the truth. That is what's going on. They know trouble is coming, and they need to have little cages built for everybody. Um, uh, I will tell you that I was with the Freedom Caucus on Friday in Florida, and uh, I, I, I just think they're the best people in Congress, I just think if we could have more of the Freedom Caucus and less of the, I don't know, Caucus Caucus, uh, we would be we would be in much better shape. These guys uh, are for the Constitution uh, and and small government, and they get it. And they 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 I believe have real solutions. Everybody else is is nibbling around the edges. But I spoke to them, and I have to tell you, I was really impressed with what they are doing. They are working ahead on what happens when we do have control of Congress, which is nice. I I don't usually see a plan uh, that people are actually going to do. You know, you just usually get a bunch of talking points from people like Turtlehead in the Senate uh, about, you know, you give us the House, the Senate, and the White House. Boy, we're going to do these things, and they never do. Um, the Freedom Caucus is serious about uh, what they're doing. I talked to them about the uh, ESG. And before I started, I said, so how many here uh, raise your hand if you know about ESG? About, sadly, 10 hands went up in the room. Uh, in fact, one of the guys who was with me actually gasped. He was like, <gasps> Uh, I said, okay, out of the 10, how many of you think you can at least hold your own and, and we can, we can dive in on the, you know, medium deep end of the pool and we can have a conversation and you can keep up. Only one hand remained up. Then I said, how many of you know about MMT, modern monetary theory? One hand went up. These are the good guys. These are the good guys. They don't know. You, you have got to tell your law. Lo- I told them, I said, if you guys go home this weekend and if you are not by Wednesday deep into MMT and, um, and uh, ESG scores and what's happening with the Great Reset, you're, all your plans are not going to come to anything because this is the Rosetta Stone. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to understand. I was really excited to hear they're setting up a, a fellow now at CPI. One of the big donors there said, I want to put a I, I, I want to pay for the studies to go on right now about that. So CPI, who hosted this, uh, is 
is working towards something now. And I think there was some real urgency there. I'm here in Idaho up at my ranch. I'm, I'm going to meet with the, um, the Senate, the House leadership and the governor tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'll work with anybody that, you know, is sincere. Um, but I plan on telling all of them because a few of them are up for reelection. Uh, I think the Great Reset and ESG is is the most important thing we can do is to shore ourselves up uh, to make sure that our banks aren't operating under this global contract of ESG and we get our money out of places like BlackRock and that includes your state treasuries and they make sure that no litmus test for you to get a loan is going to happen for social justice or or governance or or your green energy uses. All of that has to stop. And if your governor, if your uh, representative or your senator locally in your state, if they don't know about it, if they aren't actively engaged in stopping it, and I mean with more than just words. If they're not actively engaged, and by the time November comes around, they'll all have plenty of time to pass legislation. And you'll know who voted against it and who voted for it, who was on the front line, who wasn't. If they're not on the front line of this, you need a new governor, or you need a new senator, or you need a new House of Representatives uh, person. This has got to be the litmus test, because everything else is meaningless everything else is a show this is how they build the cage and i love how they were talking about um uh, inflation and joe biden once again went to that's why you gotta pass my two billion dollar stimulus package the build back better bill (laughs) are you kidding me you know what that is that's the machinery but it's covered in sugar and the sugar is, we're going to give you free uh, health care. We're going to give you, uh, you know, free apartments. We're going to give you uh, free daycare. It's all these free things on top because they know what's coming. That Those things are going to be wanted and needed by a lot of people. And they're going to look to the government if nobody else will provide. And uh, the government's going to be more than willing to do it. You just have to trade in some of your freedoms. Warning, it is coming sooner than you think. The best of the Glenn Beck Program. Well, the the word of the day over at Sleepy Joe's uh, Playhouse at the White House is inflation. Not that he remembers the word of the day or most words on any days, but inflation is coming. We've been telling you forever that inflation, if it kicks in because of the spending and the printing we're doing, it's a real problem. And once wages go up because of it, it's game over because you're in a spiral that you just have a very hard time uh, getting out of. I don't know how we get out of this. Um, the the head of global economics at the Bank of America, Ethan Harris, said just last week, when we get this broad-based increase and it starts making its way to wages, 
you're way behind the curve and the Fed better start moving. Well, I don't know what they're going to do. I can tell you what you should do, and that is protect yourself with something physical, something tangible, something that has proven itself to be a hedge against insanity time and time again. And that is gold or silver, precious metals. One additional week, Goldline is extending their special on historic $5 gold Indians and Liberty Coins. Call them to find out how you can qualify for free gold and silver when you acquire these historic items. It's 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Matt Schlapp is uh, joining us now. Uh, He is the chairman of CPAC, the American Conservative Union. Also, the author of The Desecrators, a new book that comes out tomorrow. Hi, Matt. How are you? Hey, Glenn. Great to be with you. Um, I want to start. I want to start actually on something that um, I got a, throughout the book. It talks about um, you and um, and your wake up, your personal transformation, um, realizing that what you always believed about America that. Democrat and Republicans, we we can disagree, but, you know, we work together and and uh, liberals eventually become conservatives. You're saying that's no longer the case. Can you give me the wake up call? Yeah, you had that's a that's a great question. The wake up call I had was my wife is working for President Trump in the White House. Uh, We have been fixtures in Washington, D.C. for quite a while. I'm 54 years old. I, we both worked and met under uh, in President George W. Bush's White House. Um, so we've kind of had our whole professional career here in Washington, D.C. We have tons of friends in the media. We have tons of friends who are Democrats. Um, I've worked on all kinds of bipartisan efforts. And uh, what I realized is like the curtain Uh, was ripped apart under Trump. And what you realized is that they don't like us. They don't respect us. They think we're bad. They're trying to destroy us. And they actually don't believe in America. And it was a long time coming to this, but, uh, you know, I had to get there. Their arrogance is astonishing. I don't know if you saw the news. It just came out from the CBC um, but Justin Trudeau later this afternoon is going to be invoking the Emergency Powers Act, which has never been used in Canada. Um, and it sounds to me like martial law is coming. They're going to do something to these truckers. And they they describe these truckers and the same thing here with anybody who is you know, not woke enough. They describe us really almost like vermin. Well, you know, Glenn, it's a little bit our own fault. And I'm, and I know that's provocative to say, I'm going to say it's a little bit my fault. We had this idea that we could be the leave us alone caucus. You know, we're going to live our lives. We're not overly judgmental on how others live their lives. The government should leave us alone and yes, the, uh, the left will take over universities and school boards. And we kind of rolled our eyes at that. And we knew that we'd raise our kids to have common sense. And we come to some kind, of, uh, some kind of resolution on all this. And what we didn't realize is that in being a little meek and a little too polite and a little quiet, we turned over the whole dang thing, to the keys to everything to them. And now mm-hmm. they do us. 
as they view us as sheep. They view us as meek. They think that they can dominate us, even though they're a strong minority where we have more numbers than they have. And, uh, and so what I see happening in Australia and Canada and in our big cities in America is the fascist left saying, well, this is our moment to strike. We can finally get rid of these. Yeah. And they really mean that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, interested in uh, having you explain Desecrator. I mean, that's the name of the book. And uh, you make it very, very clear why you chose that. But it is a provocative word. And I think you're accurate. Explain. Well, my co-author, Deal Hudson, and I were talking and he said, you know, initially we thought we'd write a book on cancel culture. And he had approached me because my wife and I had been so you know, had been so canceled uh, by our old world and old friends and everything about our life. And he's like, you really ought to tell the story. And we were starting to write it. And it was his idea. He said, you know, it's really not cancel culture. That's more of a political term. That's like, okay, you get shut down, you lose your job, you lose your Facebook page, whatever. Desecrators uh, incorporates this idea that there's a spiritual component to this. Why is the left going after all the things that make us happy, that are truthful, that are holy, that are transcendent, that are unique? Uh, Why are they going after all the pillars of these things at exactly the same time? Gender, the family, faith, America's role in the world. The idea of truth and what that words mean something in the Constitution. They're going after all those things at the same time. We believe that's because there is a spiritual battle going on in this country and in civilization. And we think the devil is very cocky. And we think he that he views this as a moment where maybe not just America, but this whole idea of civilization would come crashing down. We actually think in the book we describe this. This is the moment we're in. We think we can win it, but my Lord, people have got to wake up to what we're facing. I mean, quickly, really quickly. This, this has to be a great awakening in, in every sense of that word. It has to happen right now. I, I was talking to CPI the, the, and the Freedom Caucus on Friday at their, um, at their convention, and I, um, I said, you know, we're, we are, it's a finish to the wire one of us, if we wake up quickly, we win. If we wait, you know, any any longer, they're building their cages right now. And they're moving as fast as they can. We can still win, but it's going to be right down to the wire. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. And I live in Virginia. I live in this commonwealth. And look, ordinary moms and dads and teachers and coaches and cops led the way. People are waking up. That's why our theme at CPAC is going to be America awake, not woke. Um, and yes. this, this is, we have got to have a great America unwokening and unwakening. And it's got to start right now. You know, what's funny is most people don't know this, but uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, the, the group of people that were really the most, um, uh active in stopping slavery and supporting abraham lincoln was a group called the wide awakers and they were wide awake and they were pushing wake up people stay awake be wide awake you have to see what's going on and i can relate to that now i can you know the bible's replete with examples of 
of Jesus and God uh, uh, warning us to stay awake. And this idea of vigilance is really important now, because who would have thought these people would be like trying to like propagandize our kids about every tiny little thing. It's like, we've got to be aware of everything now. And I think, uh, boy, the reference to Lincoln is perfect because that was a moment when it was a question of whether America would survive. And I think we're at that moment again. I, um, I don't disagree with you. And I, I'm glad to see that you're bringing the spiritual aspect into it because, um, you know, do you know who James Lindsay is? Yes. The uh, mathematician. Yeah. So he's not a God guy at all. Um, he's not an atheist anymore. Um, and yeah, I was talking to him a few months ago and I said, hey, you know, how, how do you describe this? And he said, Glenn, you know, I don't use these kinds of terms. Uh, he said, but the only way to describe what's being done is evil. And I think right. if you really look at it, I mean, just, just what you wrote, just that list in the, in the book, education, what's being done to our kids is evil. The media, the lies, the distortion, the the smears, it's evil. Um, <laughs> entertainment, corporate America, what's happening with sports, all of the things that are going on with the police, freedom of speech, religious liberty, right. abortion, it's all evil. Evil. And the virus, as, a, as the father of five kids, what I've witnessed with the virus is a real attempt to separate kids from their parents. The kids go yes. to schools, even schools that are well-meaning, and, they, and they, they teach them this idea that they're going to kill grandma if they don't take these certain steps. And that if you're not vaccinated, you're going to you know, cause an international you know, death toll. And, and, and parents that have a more common sense approach to these things or religious leaders that have a more common sense approach to these things, it creates huge division between the young and the old. So... It's just getting worse. And, you know, Glenn, the other thing is I'm a simple man, and I know this, that um, when you do what God wants you to do, it brings you joy. Even if your circumstances are desperate and tough, it brings you joy. They call it ecstasy in a spiritual sense, because you know you're doing what you were put on the earth to, new, to do. Mm-hmm. I ask you, have you ever met one of the, these desecrators who was happy or joyful? I've never. No. And I can't, I can't, I often think I can't imagine living like that. They're always so miserable, miserable. I mean, you know me, Matt, I, I'm not exactly a happy-go-lucky optimist, but I'm a happy right. guy. I really am. And it, they never are. What is the, um, what's the, what's the first thing we have to do, Matt? The first thing we have to do is we have to, I call it the Trump whispering, and I give these stories in the book of how people would walk up to me and whisper in my ear about how they loved Trump, but they didn't want to yep. say it loudly. And, and I, what I realized is that that's how it is in everything. Uh, if you want to have a, uh, a traditional view of America, if you want to talk about questions of race and you're a white guy, you have to whisper. You have to find someone who won't yell at you or call you a name. That has to end right now. No more whispering. I know you might lose your job. Your kid might not get into the fancy school. Your kid might not be the, you know, the starting forward on the basketball team. There are ramifications. But think about this. What you're giving up in your silence is the future of this country. And if, what I learned when we did these CPACs around the globe, including with the kids in Hong Kong, when we were the first people to protest with them, mm. these kids all came up to me in their broken English and said, for the very first time, we think America has our back. 
America stands for freedom. If America yeah. goes away, we go away. And that is, I hate to say it, but that is the tragedy of our moment. We're in this conversation in America about insane ideas that the left is pushing. But what's really behind all of this is the end of order in the whole globe. And we're the linchpin. Mm-hmm. So we better stand up. Thank you, parents and cops and coaches in Virginia. Now let's all the rest of us do it. Matt Schlapp, the chairman of the American Conservative Union, author of a book, comes out tomorrow, The Desecrators, Defeating the Cancel Culture Mob and Reclaiming One Nation Under God. Highly recommend The Desecrators. Matt, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. God bless. Thank you, Glenn. God bless you. Na, 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 na.